Welcome to the Real Life Show, Living with a Chronic Illness. We are your hosts, Cassie and Chelsea. I'm Cassie, a single mom living with a chronic illness who is extremely passionate about living a very full and happy life. And I'm Chelsea. I have a passion for helping people to put themselves first and to be the best versions of themselves each and every day. We came together to create the Wellness Hub, which is an uplifting community that offers resources, guidance, support, and offers you the space to be yourself, be heard, and feel understood. We hope that by providing a space to share tips and tricks, that we help people with chronic conditions to thrive and live the lives they've dreamed of. This show is not only for those who live with a chronic illness or disability, but their friends, family, spouses, and just anyone else existing on the earth. Our goal is to normalize having a chronic condition by sharing real stories with real people and show the world how relatable these everyday struggles can be. There's a little something in here for everyone. And a special shout out to our community, The Wellness Hub. Thanks to your contributions, we are able to provide flexible work opportunities for Spoonies, to donate to our nonprofit Spoonies Unite, which helps provide wellness treatments for those who need it, and supports us in our endeavors. To learn more, visit the show notes. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's Real Talk episode. So on our last Real Talk, I shared about what my autumn has been And if anyone listens to our episodes up to date, you may have seen that the episode title changed because I originally put it in as Chelsea's fall. And then both Cassie and I realized that fall has multiple meanings and was like, wait a second, this is not this. No, 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 this is not what I mean. So it was my autumn, my, my, my busy closer to the end of the year season. But today we're going to talk about Cassie's autumn and her life updates because Cassie, you've been really busy this season too. Yes. Yes. Well, Chelsea and I had a lot of the same events to go to. So, and then with us working um, as Pilates instructors, Mm -hmm. like there was some stuff that I covered for Chelsea at the time, honeymoon and stuff. But then I also had a colonoscopy, so then I couldn't cover. So we were both just sort of, um, yeah, we were both both really busy. busy. Mm -hmm. And then... um, on top of all of that, I decided to throw in like trying out a little bit of dating. And so then I mm-hmm. kind of met somebody, then I was making time for a new person in my life. Mm-hmm. So I got real busy when that came in as well. And um, and then even on top of that, like it was my son's cross country season. So he was having meets and everything that I was going to. So it was, yeah, it was just a lot of busyness also. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of like August until now, even still, we're recording this middle of November and it's just been busy nonstop Mm -hmm. kind of. And at this point in time, I am exhausted today and I'm a little bit like, okay, I think I am pushing it. I need to chill. I need, I need to start chilling a little bit. I'm doing a little bit too much staying up too late. I learned over the past year, year and a half that sleep is my best friend. If I can sleep really well, have super good quality sleep and quite a good amount of it, I can do a lot during the day. So in these last busy months, I was like, you know, I'm still feeling pretty good. I don't need nine hours of sleep. I'm okay on seven. No. So it's interesting that you bring that up because I'm also someone who I do best on like eight hours of sleep. Like I need sleep. 
probably if I have nine, I'd feel even better. Mm -hmm. But I am someone who, if for like one night, I get like five hours of sleep, I'm okay for that one night. I can do it once. But if I keep doing it, I'm screwed. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that makes me feel Mm -hmm. a little less, that makes me feel a little less alone in this or whatever. Mm -hmm. By the way, Chelsea and I will soon be recording a real talk episode on what is quote normal and what is quote spoonyish. Cause here I am like, Oh, this is a spoony thing. If I don't sleep enough, I feel like shit forever. And Chelsea's like, no, me too. You know? So that's well, kind of I, like refreshing. I need lots of sleep. Yeah. I used to teach at like 5am. I can't do that. No, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Me neither. So mm-hmm. Nine hours, nine and a half to 10 was real good for me, but nine was good. That was kind of a sweet spot. I found that I'm like, I realistically think I can make it work to get nine hours of sleep every night, which was hard for me because I do actually relatively like being awake. So now I've been less and less. And then this weekend, I really freaking pushed it. I, I didn't sleep Thursday night because my dogs got sprayed by a skunk and I just smelled skunk all night. So I had one of the worst nights sleep I've had in months. Then Friday... I didn't go to bed till like freaking like one, I think. And then I had to get up at seven and go teach. Stupid. I'm not able to See, do that. Friday night, I was up really late, but I was just watching TV until like two o'clock in the morning. And I, I was doing other things. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing other things, <laughs> which we'll talk about later, maybe on the next episode. And then Saturday night, I didn't go, I didn't go to bed till freaking like 1.15 again. And I had to get up and teach Sunday morning. So I've just been that these are not good decisions for me. And then I took my son bowling last night. So I didn't go to bed till like 11.15 and I had to get up at seven. Again, these, this is not good for me. I need to get more sleep. So this morning I woke up, I felt like, okay, I've been feeling good for a few months. I'm pushing it. I'm going to screw myself. I need to prioritize sleep. That's the number one thing to prioritize this week. And I'm going to hold myself to it. Because I've been feeling good, which is part of this life update, y'all. Mm-hmm. So and also, I just want to point out and say that it's okay to do things sometimes that you know aren't the best thing for you for a little bit. Because sometimes you just need to do things like you need to stay up until one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning for whatever reason. And then you just realize after a little bit of that, you're like, oh, this is maybe not the best choice. I'm going to make better choices. And that's right. Okay. Okay. I yes, feel the rest as of though, your life update. Yeah. 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 And the things that I was doing and staying up really late were making me very happy mm-hmm. and really feeding my soul and invigorating me in my life as a whole and in my person. Um, and so it was worth it, but I'm not going to be able to sustain that long-term. That's maybe one of the things to kind of think about. Like Chelsea said, like, it's okay to, you know, choose whatever in that moment and maybe just look at like, yeah, can I sustain this? No, I cannot sustain sleeping like this. I need, I need more sleep if I'm going to like survive in my life anyway. So life update. Um, so I think the last time that we talked kind of like about my life in particular, I feel like was before my third surgery in May or right after I can't totally remember. It was right Um, around that time, around that time. So In the last three years, for those of you who are new listeners, I've had three sururgeries, fistula surgeries. They have been rough. It's it's been a long 18 months. I wouldn't say it hasn't been within three years. It's been within a year and a half. Did I say three years? You said three years. Oh, shit. In the last 18 months, I've had three surgeries. Yes. That's what I meant to say. Speaking of brain fog. (laughs) Okay. So in the last 18 months, I've had three surgeries. 
fistula surgeries. It's been rough. I've been really sick. I had gained 30 pounds. I felt tired constantly. I just did not have my body and I was exhausted and I was just really ill. And I lived a lot of life in bed. I was bedridden a lot. I couldn't exercise. It was tough. Many of you know that because you've been following our social media and you listen to our episodes. If you want to know more about that stuff, you can go back and listen to previous episodes. They'll be titled as such, like what surgery fears and fistula fun and like my medical journey and all sorts of that kind of stuff. So feel free to go back. But where we are now is I'm feeling pretty good. So Yay. Um, I had the third third surgery in May, which finally got um, a lot of the issues that I was having. And so I really did get on the up after that. And then I've been on Intivio, which is an immune suppressant um, to treat Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, a biologic medication. I have been on that just over a year and I'm having really good results on it. I get infusions every eight weeks. We are trying to bump up to every six weeks. We're hoping that insurance will approve it. They don't improve, they don't approve it very regularly. But um, after seeing my GI last week, we're feeling like if we could bump up to every six weeks, that we're gonna really get me having a good quality of life. So fingers freaking crossed. I will say that the GI called me and left me a voicemail like four minutes ago. And I'm antsy to find out if what they've said. I'm not getting my hopes up though. We should have not recorded until you listened to the voicemail. I feel like I might have to talk to them. I don't know. So they tried to get authorization for every six weeks um, a couple months ago and it was denied. So now that's why my hopes are, I don't want to get my hopes up. I feel like I could get denied easily. So fingers crossed, but I do think that if they can bump me up to every six weeks instead of eight weeks for these infusions, I really think I'm going to, I think I'm going to really have my body back. Like I, I just, I'm a, I'm really fucking crossing my fingers. Okay. So been on Intivio, um, and it seems like that is finally working. And I started drinking juice plus shakes and taking the juice plus capsules. I'm not as good about taking the capsules every day, but I do drink these juice plus shakes every day. And I've been pretty fucking good about doing it every day. My cousin in England is the one who kind of got me started. She has fibromyalgia and a couple of other um, kind of like gut issues and stuff. And she really felt super good on it and was posting about feeling freaking great. And I messaged her and I was like, why do you feel so good? What are you doing? And so she said it was the Juice Plus. And that's the third time I've heard about it. And even just in the last, what, two years, Chelsea, 18 months Mm -hmm. since we heard about it. So I was like, you know what? My cousin and I share genetics. If it works for her, maybe it'll work for me. I'm going to give it a try. I was definitely at the point, this was around June, June, July, I think. I was at the point that it was like, I'll just, I will try anything. I have to get my body feeling better. I can't live like this any longer. And so um, I think that's got to be part of it. I think it has helped. With nutrition, I definitely feel confident that it's helped with my energy levels as a whole. I think that I'm absorbing the nutrition better. It's, I often can't eat a lot. My appetite has been pretty iffy for quite some time. It's a nice way to get some calories in in the morning. Um, so I'm really happy with it. You know, my cousin at one point was like, would you be interested in selling it? And I was like, I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't think so. So if you're interested DM me and I can hook you up with my cousin. She's from England. Her name is Tori. She's chill. Um, So there's that. I also have been really good about regularly taking CBD. Um, So Chelsea and I are ambassadors for Vessel Oils, vesseloils.com, V-E-S-L oils.com. 
Um, right? Bestsellerwhales.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, use code Spoonies Unite, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I normally have a sticky note on my desk of all of our codes. But when we had to stage your house to sell it, to move, I moved all my stuff. Okay. And I don't know where my sticky note is anymore. So I'm pretty sure it's Spoonies Unite. If you're interested in if that our code doesn't work, CBT, DM us DM and we'll get you the right code. <laughs> well, shameless plug. So um, we love their products. I've been using mm-hmm. them for years. Got Chelsea turned on to it, and now we totally advocate. Their CBD gummies literally got me through the month leading up to our wedding. Like I took them like every morning. And it made me capable of functioning when I had so much overwhelm going on in my head. Yes. So I love their CBD gummies for nighttime Mm -hmm. and I love their CBG as in gals, CBG. I love their CBG tincture uh, during the daytime. I just, I just don't know if like on the radio, it sounds like I'm saying like G or D or B. That's funny. I just thought it was cute that you were like gals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So been taking CBD regularly uh, and really like every day, like I've been real good about it kind of every day. Um, and then using the vital fields, freaking energy cells that we've talked about a lot, go back and listen to that episode. That guy is amazing. And we're very proud to represent this company. I've been sticking those to my body. Also, they're coming out with some new ones soon. I feel like I can't say more than that because I don't know exactly how much I can or can't say. But I'm sure there'll be an episode in the future about more really cool, fucking exciting things. And if I hadn't have accidentally deleted their freaking email, I could tell you about them too. <laughs> yes, Cassie I didn't get them. missed I an didn't email. Get to try them. But Chelsea got two. <laughs> yes. So funny. Um, oh, another thing I've been doing. So yeah, so CBD, Vital Fields, um, CBD, yeah, freaking Antivio, Juice, Juice Plus. Plus. Um, I, you know, I haven't been going to Starbucks really anymore. Um, that was mostly because I've just spent a shit ton of money lately. Cause I'm like, I'm going to buy a new car, which I love. Then I'm like, I want new clothes and I want new jewelry and all this shit. And so then I'm like, I just, I stopped. I was like, I, I'm giving up my coffee. Um, I have coffee at home, but I don't go and really get coffee out so much anymore. And I just wonder if that could be a factor. I mean, it could be, it's funny that you say that because moving is expensive. And so I have just kind of cut myself off from any unnecessary spending, including my fairly frequent coffee runs. So I'm still making coffee and tea at home too. How interesting. I haven't, I haven't gone out though. I don't know. We're so connected. <laughs> That's so interesting. I don't think it's made as much of a difference in my physical health as. I think it's are. just been good for me to put, only be having coffee in the morning. And they also put a lot of sugar in some of those drinks and everything on, on how you and get it made. People say that the, the almond milk and the soy milk have that. What is, what is it called? Carraginine. I don't know how to say it. Carraginine. I'm not really exactly sure what you're talking about. B-A-R-A-G. Carraginine. Several E's and several N's. I can't remember right now because I'm tired. Remember, like we talked about, but y'all can look <laughs> that shit up. And I know some of you listening to this are like, yeah, Cassie, you shouldn't be drinking the carrageenan. And I'm oh, wait, not. So it's, so it's in soy milk and almond milk? Not all of it, but just some brands. And it's. it's What about it's coconut a, milk? Because I drink yeah, coconut milk. Yeah, it could milk. be. Yeah. But you just need to check the brand. <laughs> look on the back and the ingredients. I believe that it's like a binding agent. And. But it's artificial and it can cause inflammation. 
I want to say because the reason I'm drinking coconut milk is because dairy and I aren't friends because it causes a lot of inflammation in my so body. So it's only specific brands. Oh, so like, I think, um, Y'all can't tell because this is an audio podcast, I, but I have a very grumpy look on my face now. Kelsey's really upset right now. I also can't <laughs> remember if there may have been an article that it's like it can lead to, you know, or increase your risks of cancer, which most everything can these days. Not to yeah. be taking away any of the, that importance, but just saying. But mm. I do believe that it's like, isn't it Almond Breeze is one of those brands with like the pink like Probably, I think, I think that brand has one, right? Because I think that brand has carrageenanine in it. I wish I could say that word, but so I know that the ones that I drink at home because I only drink almond milk um, don't have carrageenanine. But someone said that the ones at Starbucks do have them in it. So then that I make sense. I just feel it's important to mention that now I'm not drinking that for a few months maybe that did have some factor. And I'm sure that some people listening might be like, yes, it had a factor. Well, and one thing I want to point out about all of this is like, you just said a few months you've been doing all of this. Yes. For like the, a minimum of like since like seven. Yeah. May was that last surgery. And I was like, I'm not living like this anymore. Cause I mean, you've been getting more quality sleep pretty much since the pandemic started in March of 2020 and cause that was when it gave you an opportunity where you weren't waking up oh, yeah. so early to take your son to school and you started sleeping more. I remember us having conversations mm-hmm. about that then. So that's been happening for a year and a half. That's almost, true. Almost two years. That's, that's true. Scary. And I mean, juice plus has been happening since at least June. You've been taking the CBG and CBD consistently since June, July. Yeah. Probably. June is really maybe even, maybe even a little earlier than that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the other thing I think people should hear is it's not just that you're finding products that are working for you. It's that you're doing them consistently. 100%. And yeah. it's, and you will, you've allowed six months to pass to see if it's making a difference before just being like, Meh. yeah, I've just definitely committed. It doesn't work. I absolutely committed. My son was getting older. He's 13 now. I want to be able to play tennis with him and pickleball and ping pong. I want to do stuff with him. And it really got to me once the world was beginning to open up and our family was vaccinated and everything. It got to me that I couldn't do things with him because of my body still, my my butt. And so, and my, my tummy and everything. So I really was pretty motivated. Um, so yeah, I've been very consistent about it. Another thing that I've been drinking that my... Uh, prior my d my do my primary care my my used to be primary care recommended is a tea called cystus tea c-i-s-t-u-s cystus tea um and it's just good for inflammation and everything and i drink a cup of that i was doing every day really well but it got so hot in kansas i wasn't drinking it every day i'm back on it now because it's cooling off um and i definitely feel good when i drink that so that's that's big been gluten-free now I will say that just in the last kind of like month, I have not been completely gluten free, and I am motivated to get back on that soon. But this guy that I've kind of been dating that you guys are going to hear about um, is a fantastic baker, and he keeps making bread. And I'm like, oh, he looks so sexy when he's making the bread. The braised hit bread fucking tastes so good. So I've been eating. Gluten. We just need to get him to make gluten free bread for you. I made you gluten free cookies. <laughs> Chelsea made me gluten-free. That's what I told him when we were coming over the other day and he made us buns. And I was like, 
Chelsea made me gluten-free cookies. I was like, like, why would you say that? You know, and I was just easy to force. And I really, I really want to make you gluten-free chocolate croissants. Yeah. It just hasn't happened yet. We'll do it at your new house. It'll happen before I was saying in November. Originally it was going to be in November, but that was before we decided we were moving in November. So it will now be December. Okay. December. Potentially January. So we'll do that. It's going to be really fun. We'll let y'all know how it goes. And Chelsea and I are also going to do an episode on us and our food sensitivities. So we'll discuss that further later. Because we're also terrible examples for being consistent with not. I was a good example for about four to six months up until. So was I. And then my wedding (laughs) happened and I said, fuck it. (laughs) And I'm. Mm, I went off the rails because of it. (laughs) Right. I went off the rails in Dallas with my friend on a girl's trip who was a foodie who booked us into all these freaking restaurants with absolutely unreal food. And then I was like, yeah, okay, I'm eating all of this. So that's when I went off the rails. So then after that, just in case this guy listens to this episode, hey, little sweetie, if you're listening to this, I love the bread that you're making me and I'm not, you're a good person. Don't worry. Um, He's not little sweetie. He is Bumble Boy. Get oh yeah, right. Bumble Boy. That's right. He's Bumble Boy. But now he's kind of my sweetie. Okay, I'm gonna call him Bumble Boy for <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We'll talk about that next. So so yeah, been gluten-free. I'm trying to think of it. Okay, another big factor. I think these are several big factors coming up mm-hmm. here. Oh, three. Three things. A, my divorce was finalized. A lot of stress from your life started to disappear. Yeah. In the last couple of months, a lot of stress disappeared. My financial mm-hmm. stress was beginning to disappear more because I was physically feeling more capable of working more. Um, and the universe blessed me with a lot more teaching online opportunities, teaching Pilates online. So I've been teaching more, being able to sit in a chair, rested, and also in person. So Mm-hmm. that's been really wonderful. Financial stress has been lifted a little bit. My divorce was finalized. So a lot of that conflict was out of my life and a weight lifted off my shoulders. Absolutely. That deserves credit for that was a huge amount of stress I've been dealing with for quite some time now. Oh, yeah. Um. So that got better. That's a big factor. I Gratitude is ginormous. Chelsea and I have been really good about being grateful, writing in gratitude journals, texting each other about things we're grateful for, just sharing those moments of joy. And it's huge for my mindset. And I think that that absolutely has a ripple effect throughout the body. Everything is connected. And then in addition to that piece, there was something, an affirmation that shifted things for me around the spring. When I started doing all these things, the CBD, good quality sleep, um, the Antivio, more medications, like all the shit, I started an affirmation or a mantra that was, I am choosing to believe that the universe is giving me all the puzzle pieces I need to heal. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Because I would see all this stuff online about people being like, I am healing. I will heal. I believe I am healing. And I just could not resonate with any of it because I didn't feel like I was healing and I didn't feel like I could. um, Yeah. Fuck. Totally. So, um, I found one, well, I guess I created one that didn't feel like it fit for me, which was, I'm choosing to believe that the universe is giving me all the puzzle pieces I need to heal. And maybe because it gave me some freedom and it gave 
it took the pressure off of my body or me having to have all the answers to find the right thing that makes me heal. And it kind of put it out there into like, I guess, an open faith of like, I'm choosing to believe that everything's going to be given to me to heal. So um, I absolutely think that that's been a factor because in my mindset, everything that's come up, I've like, I had a girl strip planned and I was really afraid that I was going to feel sick for it. And I almost wanted to cancel it. I talked about it with Chelsea a ton Mm -hmm. and I kind of went back to that. Like, what if that's exactly what I need right now? What if girlfriend time hanging out and feeding my soul and giving me joy and happiness is what I need to freaking heal. And I was like, yeah, maybe this is the universe giving me a puzzle piece. So those are some of the big things. And what we want to share in this episode is I have been feeling better, which is fantastic. That's the most important thing. But I had another colonoscopy just a couple of weeks ago and it was, it showed no visible inflammation, which is the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> I really hope that doesn't count as being super obnoxious. No, it, it, it wasn't super loud. Cause you backed up. It was I tried. Perfect. I really tried. <laughs> <laughs> was mine too loud? I don't think so. <laughs> So yay. Woohoo. Big woohoo. The doctor, the surgeon came in and told me I was all fucked up on propofol. I started crying happy tears right away. I was an emotional mess because I got diagnosed five and a half years ago. I've never had a colonoscopy. I've had six colonoscopies. None of them until this one had showed no visible inflammation. So that was freaking amazing for me. Um, A really, really, really big deal a really fucking big deal. And I was just absolutely thrilled. And um, so everything I'm doing is not only working and making me feel better, but it is medically scientifically proven that everything, the combination of it all is working. And then I just got my biopsies back and none of my biopsies were precancerous, which is also the first time that's ever happened for me. Woo-hoo! Yeah. And I had zero polyps. First time that's ever happened for me. Yay. So things are looking good. I am not symptom-free. I want to kind of like make that clear to everybody. I'm not symptom-free. I think the biggest differences that I have been noticing is my energy levels. Um, My energy levels have been so well improved. And I don't feel like I have to have my hot water bottle strapped to me 24-7 like I have felt for the last year and a half. I mean, I just really had it on me like 20 to 22 hours a day. I was in so much pain all the time. These days I am using it at night and I'm usually using it in the evenings, um, but I'm not feeling it urgently that I need it like every day throughout the day. Um, so those were things. And when and I didn't even realize some of those things until I listened back at one of Chelsea and I's episodes about what does remission mean to you? And I was like, oh my God, I've hit some of those milestones. Mm -hmm. I got to play pickleball with my son a couple weekends ago, which was a really big deal for me. That was one of my goals on there. Um, So yeah, it's been really good. Life has been really good. It's been really busy. I have been battling a little bit of fear lately that I've pushed it too far and I'm going to end up really sick again. Now that I've got a taste of living life again, I have that little fear and worry of it being taken away from me. Which I feel like we should do a whole other episode on. Yeah, we are. We're going to do a whole episode on it because that is not a topic to discuss in two minutes. Um, And so right now I'm trying to just enjoy where I'm at. I'm trying to have faith in my body and in the universe that I'm on an up 
and that I have learned a hell of a lot from the past year and a half of living so unwell. And um, I'm just really hoping that I stay on this up. I remember looking at other people's journeys or listening to podcast episodes or looking at their Instagram and people like hitting remission milestones or getting to go and travel and living life and feeling really good and kind of being like, yeah, I'll just never get there. And I've been in that place for years of just sort of like, I'm super happy for them, but that's never going to be me. And I can say that in the last couple of months, I have hope that that can be me now. And that's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. So. Yay! Yay! So DM us any questions. Um, y'all know I'm a pretty open book. So if you want to know something um, or want to ask like specifics on some of the things I've been doing, obviously we are not medical professionals. We are Pilates professionals. <laughs> we're humans. We're professionals mm-hmm. of being humans because we're fucking awesome humans, man. But <laughs> we are not, <laughs> we are not medical professionals. So I have not given you any medical advice on this episode. No, but I'm these happy are all to sh- things that have worked for Cassie. Yes. These are all things that have worked for me. They could be something that worked for you, you mm-hmm. or they could not work for you. Mm-hmm. If there was a perfect answer for everyone, this podcast wouldn't exist. <laughs> That's very true. So, but I think the more, like, I know Cassie found it really helpful when people are like, oh, I've taken juice plus and I felt better. Oh, I've yeah. done CBD and I feel better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, it's to help someone else. Maybe it'll help me too. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. you find one day that it wasn't the CBD that makes you feel better. It's the juice plus that makes you feel better or vice yeah, versa. Or like that's you, true. Or there's lots of factors. I'm sure if you wanted to, you could do a little test to see if one makes you feel better or not. But like, if they're both making you feel happy and you don't mind taking them, do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but that is a good point. Why yeah, that's it? interesting. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Currently I'm just going to stay on everything I've been doing. And I've actually had to put myself in check because over these last few days, when I was really busy, I like didn't make my juice plus shake thing one day. And I was like, I'll be fine. I'm feeling good. And then I was like, no, that is the problem. I need to just stay on it, you know? And so, um, you know, this is going to be a learning process, but it had been about six months or so since we last talked about my health journey. And, um, I'd shared very tiny tidbits on Instagram. I was excited to share all of this with you after Chelsea shared about her autumn. And um, yeah, it was, it's been a big couple of months over here in my life. And um, I'm excited that you guys want to hear about it. Thanks for listening. So yeah, message us, ask questions, hop on our email list because we do send out updates on there also. And um, yeah. We love you all. Talk to you soon. We sure do. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. And if you love this podcast and want to show your support, please leave a review, share the podcast with others, or join us in the Wellness Hub community. These little things really do help to get our podcast out there to others. If you'd like to connect with Cassie and I, you can find us on Instagram at The Real Wellness Hub or on our website, mywellnesshub.co for all sorts of resources and to find our wellness hub community.